Hillside. Welcome back to the Hillside Podcast. We are officially almost through February, heading into March. Today, I am here with Mike Bream, our student pastor. A lot of you guys know him. Um, you guys just had a very big weekend this yeah. last week. Yeah, we just had a uh, really, really good d weekend and uh, saw God do some amazing things in the students' lives and just hearing them verbalize that and talk about that was really cool for all of us as leaders and staff and, and just our entire church. Um, and parents, in any ways that you guys helped out over the weekend, thank you so much. Uh, whether that was hosting or leading, uh, helping with food, you know, and, and just distributing food, or that was bringing desserts up to us, whatever you guys did, thank you so much for supporting D now. And, and I know it just becomes a, a hillside weekend, kind of in a sense, a hillside experience to all kick in and help. And so we're just so grateful uh, that you were willing to do that. Thank you so much. Yeah, I got to see a little bit of it check in on a couple of the services. Do you know off the top of your head, I'm putting you on the spot a little bit. Do you know off the top of your head, you know, how many kids gave their life to Christ this weekend? We had, we had six students that kind of raised their heads, looked at Kyle, made Mm -hmm. eye contact and, and, you know, like kind of affirming that. Uh, so far I've had three come and talk to me personally and let me know personally. Right. But, uh, yeah, still waiting to kind of see how that all comes in and and uh, just hearing the stories of, of students, even students that, you know, have been saved and have given their lives to Christ and just going, this was a refreshing weekend to get me back on track, uh, realize what's important, where I need to value, where my time needs to go, just all of that. We've, we've had some cool stories coming so far. Yeah, it goes beyond the, you know, new beginnings of the new relationships, kids giving their life to Christ. But like you said, I the cross just is that representation of those decisions. There's a number of decisions of kids saying, I need to change course in my yeah. life, yeah. knowing what God's doing. So anyway, that's awesome. You know, that I feel like is just such a cool kickstart to the spring officially for you guys. Yeah. And you, you know, I, it's interesting. If you don't have a student in the student ministry, you may not know what your weeks look week in and week out from Sundays to Wednesdays. Can you give me a brief picture of what you try to do when it comes to series? Is it formatted similar to what Pete does on a Sunday? Like just let to let them know. Yeah, we use Sunday mornings more for discipleship. And, and I, I, I don't want to just say knowledge, but just being able to give the students a little bit more of a firmer base for their their faith. And so that's what we've been looking at this year, like like this month, the month of March. Uh, we're going to be going through a uh, kind of FPU class for students with, with four, you know, every Sunday that we meet in March uh, with four different topics on our finances. How do we look at our generosity? How do we look at debt? How do we look at budgeting? Uh, you know, just different topics like that, the big ones that we're going to look at uh, so that we're glorifying God. And honestly, you know, we're passing that on to our senior hires because we know that they're working jobs now. They're about to be independent and we really want them to start thinking through those things. So that's what we do on Sundays. Uh, on Wednesdays is more when I speak. And I would say to the parents that may not know what we do or have never seen it or had a student there, it, it almost feels exactly like a Sunday morning for adults but it's just formatted around around teenagers, it's formatted around students. We have worship, we have a talk, we get in depth, we get real and uh, talk about the implications of our faith, what that needs to look like in our lives, uh, just like Pete does on a Sunday morning with adults. So what I love about us being able to talk on the podcast is we wanted to keep, I guess, our congregation, our community current on 
you know, what the student ministry is doing. It's incredible. And, you know, they see it, you know, being a part of it. But let's clue everybody in on this. So you have a series coming up for Wednesday nights, right? A new yeah. one coming yeah. up. Does it start this next week? It starts next week. Okay. So the first the first Wednesday in March. And uh, in it, we're going to be tackling a lot of, of really big ideas. Very similar if you were here a few years ago when Pete went through the design series. Uh, we're going to be tackling those big topics on the blueprint that God has uh, for us and his design and his intention uh, for our sexuality. Um, you know, we're, we're really going to be tackling like our, our biblical roles that we have as different genders and how God has designed us to be equal and work together uh, for his kingdom. And uh, really go after that and talk about it. it the, the series is titled Boys and Girls. And we're going to talk about kind of like from that innocence side, you know, from that, that what did God mean for what was his intent when everything was innocent in the world, you know, and look at Genesis one, two, three, and then what kind of took place uh, from that point when brokenness entered this world. And so we're going to go after that a little bit. I love it. I mean, that's a big topic that, you know, I think some people would write off hey, students don't need to talk about this yet. They need to wait. And you guys are saying we're going to hit it head on because yeah. it's relevant. Yeah, I mean, we're going to dive into it because when you think about it, if you ask yourself kind of the why of it, I mean, there's there's probably not a generation that is going to have to face this topic, you know, up till this point in American history, maybe even debatably world history, uh, that has so much going on when it, it comes to uh, gender identity, sexual identity, uh, same-sex attraction, you know, all of that, the, the things that, that I think that we're really going to try to even talk about as well is just how do we develop a worldview? Um, what are the criteria for which we actually develop that worldview and think through different things and then apply that to as Christians, if they themselves are saying, yes, I follow Christ, then what are the implications for the biblical worldview that God has given us, right? And, uh, and, really, and really go after um, a little bit of this misconception that our students have that to disagree with someone means that you are then judging and to judge then means that you are hate, hateful, right? And, uh, and I get why the world thinks that way. I get it because a lot of, of us in the church maybe have done that before. In our disagreement, we have been extremely hateful up until this point of American history. And so those that aren't church, those that are outside of the church, uh, you know, they, they see that disagreement and automatically assume that. And so that's what's kind of being taught to our students is to disagree then means that you you hate, right? And, and really, it's how do we salvage that whole conversation amongst ourselves within the church? And then how do we think about the words that we use, the tones that we use, uh, you know, with, with people outside of the church that don't put themselves under Christ's authority, that, that are not using biblical worldview uh, to form their thoughts on life? And how do we do that in a way that's respectful and, and loving and life-giving uh, instead of corrosive and, uh, and, you know, in a way that tears down uh, the relationships that, that God has given us in order to be lights uh, to others. And so that it, it's a big topic. It's extremely important of why we're doing it. Uh, and as scary as it is, I'm also extremely excited to be going through that as well. No, I love it. I love it. And it not only is a big topic, but 
the platform, the arena that this is occurring on in this time of history seems to be incredibly difficult to navigate. This isn't just face-to-face, which is very daunting at times. We're dealing with online social media where things are misconstrued, where things are dragged out, and there's misconceptions that can muddy this water. So I feel like you guys are just tackling this in a way that allows students to to really approach those with confidence, knowing the boldness of of scripture and and the the trust they can have with with you know the incredible leadership you guys are bringing to help them with this. So that's the hope, man. That's pretty that's cool. The hope. So when it comes to resources, are is there a curriculum? Is there a a resource that you guys are going through? Is there something that you would suggest to parents to say, hey, if you want to keep a handle on this yourself, or it could encourage them, it could help be something that they can have for conversation with their own students. I mean, where is there something there for that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's uh, multiple sources that I've just kind of been studying that we're going to be passing on to our youth leadership as well. Um, just our, our team that we're going to be making them aware of if they wanted to read through. And then for parents as well, I just wrote a few of them down that, that are great places to just start on this topic. Um, if you are wanting to, to kind of start having these conversations with your student, the, the first one I would say is a, a book by John Mark Comer. Some of you remember that name, John Mark Comer, uh, because when I was talking about depression and anxiety, he has another great book out uh, called My Name is Hope. And I've gotten great feedback from parents that have read that and just been so encouraged in their own lives, their own families, but then also their relationship with a teen that maybe is struggling with you know, depression or anxiety. He has another book that he released pretty recently called Loveology, uh, where he really just dives into that whole biblical worldview on love uh, in all of its different facets on, on God's design. Um, another one that is great, that the... the um, the title is kind of misleading because it uh, it is so crucial to the entire biblical worldview of sexuality, uh, sexual attraction, sexual identity, you know, gender. All of that is a book called God and the Transgender Debate by Andrew T. Walker. And it has just been a uh, incredible read for me on even firming up some of, of my beliefs and doing it in a way that is so grace filled. Uh, and so understanding and yet is is pointing you to biblical truth of of God's design and his intent. Uh, so that's a great one. If you want to kind of look uh, a little bit into why are your daughters different than your sons? Why do they each behave differently? Uh, why are their roles different or how I have to train them or discipline different? There's another book. I don't necessarily agree with everything that he says in this book, but it's called Why Genders Matter by Leonard Sachs. And uh, it's just an amazing book of, of outlining why does, a, why does a boy generally risk differently than a girl? Uh, why do they talk differently? Why do they hear differently? Why do they, they see things differently? Um, why do they, you know, think about the topic of sex differently? Um, you know, school differently, just all these different ways that boys are designed by God to, to generally be a certain way and girls are designed to generally be uh, another way in all of those different, those different areas. Uh, and then there's three, one of them you may be familiar with, but there's three that are stories and testimonies of people that have been in same sex lifestyle, homosexual lifestyle, and have now come out of it and have said how God has truly transformed their mind and their thoughts uh, and, and their bodies and how they're used for his glory. And one of them you heard back when Pete was talking about, 
the design series, when he was going through the design series, called The Secret Thoughts of an Unlikely Convert by Rosaria Butterfield. But two that you maybe don't know yet uh, that I really enjoyed reading alongside of Rosaria's book are Out of a Far Country by Christopher Ewan is a great book. Uh, from a guy's perspective that was involved in the homosexual lifestyle and identified uh, as gay and saw how God worked in his life and the spirit worked in his life and now is completely transformed. And then another book uh, from another lady's perspective is Gay Girl, Good God by Jackie Hill Perry. And uh, she just so eloquently writes about, you know, growing up and getting involved in the same sex community and then, you know, personally having God come in and completely start transforming her mind and her heart and uh, wrapping it around his intent for her. And so just great personal stories to see how God is raising up people that just like anybody that doesn't struggle with same sex attraction can say that there are other voices of, of uh, people that that you lean on or look to that maybe struggle with the same thing as you do. And God has raised up all of these other communities of, of brokenness to then point to his glory and point to, to his transformation. And now we just see these three and many others that are, are you know, God is raising up to take on this, this whole topic and this whole debate uh, within our, our community and within our society. So those are three great stories that, that are just so uh so awesome to hear. I, I know one person that I told about the Jackie Hill Perry book. She she literally read it in one day. It was that good uh, that she just wow. sat down and read through it all in one day and was just blown away by her uh, talking about brokenness in anything in in any area of our life, not just you know in in the same sex area, but in any area the brokenness that we bring before God. And so, just great books to to look into. Awesome. Parents. Yeah, no, I appreciate that, Mike. Thanks for sharing that. What we will do is in the episode description, we'll put these resources for them just in case they wanted to look them up. Um, if they, you know, didn't catch it when, when you were going through that, but I'm excited for us to navigate down that path, you know, with you guys, with these resources, praying for the student ministry as you go through it. Um, you know, obviously we're going to do our best to keep, you know, you on this show with us so that we can stay in touch and talk about upcoming series on a regular basis and, and fill the whole congregation in. Um, the other thing I was going to say too, just to help you guys out and let the congregation know Wednesday night sermons are put up on the website just like Pete's sermons are from Sunday. So we can access these things under Echo, right, yes. uh, for for our sermons uh, under under talk. So, you know, be a lookout for that because I, I love knowing what, you know, what you're preaching on and you bring in some guest speakers sometimes that knock it out of the park as well. So correct. That's yes, good stuff. Well, Mike, thank you for today and uh, we look forward to next time. <laughs>